All right, so you do corny jokes with students share corny jokes, what, every day or every week? Uh, right now it's once a week, but we're hoping to get to expand that out to two or three times a week. All right, is there a favorite recent corny joke that a student yes. told? Uh, one that was just this last Friday, actually. It was, um, why did Sunday and Monday, or who would win a fight between Sunday and Monday? I don't know, who? Sunday, because Monday's a weekday. <laughs> but um <laughs> all right i'm matt founder and ceo of live school this is the live school podcast and our guest today is comedian and assistant principal john gray uh, assistant principal at herbert carter global community magnet school in marion school district over in arkansas thanks so much for joining us today sean appreciate you taking time uh, uh great being here uh let's start out maybe just talking about some of the fun Fun stuff. Um, if I'm a student in your school, can you share some of what it's like day to day and, and week to week and some of what you and your staff have put together? We took live school and, and be on, to be honest, we took it by the horns and we have done a lot with it. Um, our kids, when they come in, they're excited about earning points any way they can. Um, and they they love hearing the, the ding sound. Um, I don't know the best way to phrase that, but that sound that it makes when you know, when a kid is rewarded with something. Um, and it's not just the teachers that are getting our kids those points, it's everybody in the school. So um, our, our front office secretaries, principals, when I walk in the hallways, if I see a kid doing the, following our expectations and our PBIS stuff, um, I'm rewarding that kid and I let them know, hey, that's some points, bud, thank you for being on the blue line and uh, following expectations. Um, but we're doing a lot of fun stuff with it. Uh, most recently, kids have had the opportunity to cash in some of their points with a rewards week. Uh, in that rewards week, they could win anything from taking a friend to sit with them at lunch, taking a friend uh, to PE. We actually divided the grades up between our principals. And if you wanted to, you could spend time with the principal um, doing whatever that principal's interests are. My interests happen to be sports. And so I had at least 20, 25 kids that we played volleyball and basketball um, for 45 minutes in the gym together. And you want to talk about fun. And it was kids that signed up that I did not expect to be in uh, the gym doing things. And they had a blast uh, just playing basketball. And uh, one of our other principals did something called music and mingle. And basically she went to the gym, had them some snacks, played some of her favorite music. And they just hung out in the gym, you know, doing whatever. And then our other principal did crafts with the principal. And they made some type of creation that I could not do whatsoever. Crafting is not my thing. Um, but the kids are really excited about it. They're asking, you know, next time that we do a rewards week, what, what are my options going to be? Because we, we try to change it every time we do one. Um, so just a lot of excitement in the air about live school points. And, you know, we do a weekly raffle for kids, one for every grade to come down and pick something from our prize cart. And we announced that over the intercom. Actually, today, every Thursday afternoon, we announced that. Um, and the kids, when I come in in the morning, I see them at breakfast. Are, are we calling names today? Are we calling names today? Uh, I, and I ask them, is it, is it Thursday? And they say, yes. I said, then, then we are. So um, they're very excited about a lot of things going on with live school. And just our, our general culture has just gotten much more positive. So, Yeah. It's a great answer. Is it Thursday? I mean, talk about consistency yeah. and yeah. students knowing what to expect, right? Yeah. Um, curious, like, are, are some of those rewards just like the most popular with students? Are, are there ones that just 
you know, creating all the buzz or, or it's just different students like different things and everyone finds their, their own thing. Some of the rewards week things that we've done, which we pulled some of these from the Lab School Rewards Resources Library, which, you know, there's a enormous amount of items on there. Um, but one of their most favorite that several grades have done is the Uber by teacher. Nice. Running that chair. They absolutely love that one. And our teachers have taken a step further. They make little name placards and put them on the back of the chair. And it's like Uber for debt. And, you know, whatever the kid's name is for that day. I did not realize how excited they would be about that. Um, they love that one. They love taking a, a friend to PE. And a lot of them have done, you know, just uh, popcorn in a movie during lunch with the teacher. And they, I mean, they just, they eat it up. They love that. They love that time with their teachers. When you bring in a system like this, you worry, you know, is everybody going to do it? Are the teachers going to buy into it? Um, and our teachers have bought into it. And the first week that we did that reward week, I can't tell you how many of them came to us and were like, we did, um, I'll let them come. If they wanted to, they could stay, spend lunch in my classroom with me. And we had the best time. It was a blast. And that was like kindergarten. And I had sixth grader, sixth grade teachers saying the exact same thing, that these little activities that they're doing with them, they're loving it. And they're getting to build those relationships um, which pay off, you know, tenfold down the line, right. especially with the kids that are on that bubble that, that flirt between making good decisions and bad decisions every day. Um, I feel like they're making more good than bad with the rewards that we're giving them and the consistency that we're giving it to them with has been crucial and, you know, just all around being great. One of the things I'm, I'm noticing just hearing all the different rewards and experiences is it sounds like a lot that's focused on relationships and social interaction, whether it's between students, students and staff. Was that intentional or is that just you, you tried it and it worked or how, how did you get there? Yeah, definitely some intent on that. Um, you know, when we told teachers, well, we came up with a template as administration staff of what rewards they could possibly give the students. And when they do the weekly, when we do the live school reward weeks. Um, but then we also told them, you can go outside of this, but we really want you to think about things where they have an opportunity. We really wanted the teachers to have at least a couple things that they did, the students could choose to do with just the teacher. Because mm -hmm. those students crave that smaller group time where there's only like maybe there's five or six kids that are doing something with the teacher that they don't get to get that individual focus all the time. So we really encouraged our teachers. They had to, we kind of required them to have at least one or two of those items. Mm. Um, and, you know, you know, at first there was some scoffing because you just never know, you know, the consistency of doing this. But then once they started doing it, the teachers are loving it more than the students. They're <laughs> loving that time. Um, and we do it uh, basically like once a quarter right now for the um, reward week. We do that once a quarter right in the middle of the nine weeks. Um, to try to give them that something to look forward to halfway through because at the end of the nine weeks, we do a lot of fun stuff, uh, good behavior parties and things. And we just kind of put that right in the middle to give them something to look forward to halfway. And, um, those kids, a lot of them, they want to save their points up once they know what's out there. Some of them didn't spend any points the first nine weeks because they wanted to save them up for the second nine weeks and get something bigger. So, um, there's definitely a lot of strategy on the kids' parts too, but um, relationship building has been huge with this. Um, and I've seen it from an administrator perspective. There were some students, um, this is a specific example. We had a few students who were having a lot of issues getting along with each other. And they 
two or three of them chose to do basketball with me um, during the rewards week. And I got to spend some time with those kids and play basketball with them. And we had an absolute blast. Um, it was way more fun than even I expected it to be. Um, I got to see another side of them that yeah. I had got to see. And since then, those kids, anytime an issue looks like it's coming up between them and some other kids, they come to me and they're saying, hey, there's something going on here. Like, can you help us with this? Whereas before, mm. they, they weren't coming to anybody. And then it was just festering and spewing and we were having a lot of drama. And I can tell you personally, with that group of kids that was having the drama, it has, I'm not going to say it's zero, but it has gone down tremendously. Um, but those kids feel comfortable coming to me and telling me things. And I don't think it would have happened without having that relationship time where we were playing basketball in the gym. And these kids just loved playing basketball. And they weren't basketball kids. Like, they, they, they don't even play basketball. They just wanted to come in there and spend some time with Coach Gray. So That's uh, awesome. Yeah, it was it was really fun, and I'm seeing the results of that already. So, one of the things that I've definitely been hearing the past year, year and a half, is just the challenge of social media. It was already happening, um, and sometimes people almost describe it like a competition. Like we need to try to you know reach our kids in a way that that is exciting to them. And one of the things that you all have done is the way you're using like announcements and almost like creating your own, <laughs> your own channel at the school. Uh, could you talk more about that? Cause I think it's something so many schools are trying to figure out is the bar has gone up, right. For, for, for what kids find compelling. Yes. Um, and I think what you're, you're speaking to there is our, our media team and what we've done, you know, for years we did the announcements over the intercom in the morning and everybody could hear their voice, and, you know, that was it. And honestly, I would say some people heard it. Some people never listened to them when they came over the intercom. You know, when the intercom comes on, it makes me think of Charlie Brown's teacher. <laughs> wah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, what we did was we converted it, and now we do the announcements on YouTube live every day. Um, and it's very, very consistent. The kids love seeing their peers given the daily announcements. Um and those group of kids that were doing the announcements are so much more excited to be doing it now that they're live on air. Um, and when they're on air, like they, they're, they feel like the leaders of the school and they, those kids actually came together. One of, we're, we are a leader in the school and we try to encourage our kids to have a voice. And those kids got together. They changed their whole team name. They were called the announcements team. Now they're called, they called themselves. They completely came up with this on their own. And at first I was like, eh, but now it's like really fitting. But they call themselves the broadcast duos because of the <laughs> two that go on every morning. Um, and so they're taking ownership of that. They're thinking of all the things they can do. Now they're coming up with sign-offs, you know, like the news, when the news anchor has an everyday sign-off, they're coming up with their own unique ones. Um, but then we're also, we're pulling live school into that. Right now, you know, kids can spin live school points and tell a joke live on air and <laughs> you you wouldn't have thought how big that would be and it was just an idea that we had and i was like let's try this and see what happens and the day we the first day we did it um, we told everybody what to do the next when i walked back down to the office from the media room there was 12 kids lined up <laughs> at the office door to put the jokes in the corny bucket the corny joke bucket 
and now they look forward to it every Friday. Um, and like I said, hopefully we're going to get to that more, but they get to be live on air. We have a YouTube page. It's up, up close to around 300 subscribers now. Um, and we're hoping to keep growing that, but that's awesome. The announcements on there, but then we also, we have a school media team of fifth and sixth graders that make, uh, videos for all the fun stuff that we do. Mm-hmm. And it's really as simple as, um, I have always had a passion for media and just making cool clips and videos. I do it with my family and like our vacations. I'm going to make a video of whatever we do. I take a GoPro and I film as much as I can. And then GoPro has this amazing software that splices it all together. And then you can make these cool creations. Well, I've got the kids doing it now. And so we have some type of video, a highlight video of every event that we Mm. do on campus, whether it be a pep rally, career day. Um, This week we have a ninja gym in our gym. There's like a ninja course set up for the whole week. And we're making a video on that. So um, the kids, they come and they, when they subscribe, They'll find they'll find me in the cafeteria and say, Coach Greg, I subscribed. I'm on I'm on the YouTube now. I'm like, well, that's great, buddy. But they they just love to to see our school like that. Long term, we're hoping to get that on. Um, we have a few TVs in the school, and we want those videos to play on a loop. Um, oh, cool. Around. And so when somebody's walking around our school or kids are walking, they'll see looped videos of stuff that's going on at the campus. And so really trying to get that social media front. Um, yeah, it's been really and fun. just just curious with it now on YouTube, is it just students and teachers or uh, anyone from the community checking Anybody it out too? Can, but there are a lot of parents who are doing it mm. or subscribing. Um, I do think there's community people that subscribe to um, our parents. When we first started doing this, a few of them tuned in. We were sharing it on our Facebook and you know our Facebook uh, platform and. A few parents were watching it, and one of the first weeks we on Fridays we would do live call-ins with a trivia question for the teachers, and they could win like a candy bar. And we did it just like the old school radio show, where a third caller that gets the right answer, you know, you can um, come down here and claim your Snickers bar. Well, some parents saw it on the YouTube page. Parents, we you know we talked to and everything. They came up here and brought us like one hundred and fifty dollars, like three fifty dollar bills. Wow! And they said specifically. Keep doing the teacher call-ins, and we'd like for the next three weeks for you to do a $50 reward for each of whoever wins. And so it blew up even more. <laughs> that, you know, there were a couple of teachers, teachers are in. who were forgetting to tune in at 18 every day. They were not forgetting anymore. They were tuned in, and they had their phones ready to call in. And um, <laughs> it's just created a lot of stir and just, you know, things to look forward to. Yeah. Um, and uh, so – it's been really good, and it's more than just kids. I mean, there's there's a bunch of people, I think, in the community and a lot of parents that tune in um, because it gives you the day-to-day what's going on at HCDC today. Yeah, so. yeah. It's so cool. Um, can you talk a little bit about the bonus of the week and how you've kind of put emphasis on certain, you know, certain goals for students? Because I think that's another one that for other schools, it, it's a really creative way to just build buzz right and get students bought in um and you're you're speaking to the, like the weekly reward or the yeah the yeah reward. yeah um so we do do that weekly raffle every thursday afternoon um and the kids know that it's coming every single week and the way we do it we basically have a prize wagon um that we pulled some money together and, and just bought a bunch of cool stuff 
Some of it's, you know, school stuff. There's basketballs, there's volleyballs, just a reward wagon. Um, and it's full. It's like three racks of full of just kids stuff they love. And what we do is one winner per grade every Thursday. Then we, the way that we pick is we take the top 30% of each grade and we get on the live school app. We put them in order from top to bottom and we do the top 30%. And we basically hit the randomizer and that's who our winner is for that grade. Um, and then we call, we call all of those kids down here at the same time. We take their picture. We push it out to social media as a big group nice. of following, you know, things the ACGC way and being leaders. Um, and they have loved that. Uh, the kids who never get the recognition that they deserve, who are always doing what they're supposed to be doing and we don't have to worry about. In the past, we were very, we didn't have a great way to reward those kids. We would do like office visits where they could come in and hang out with the principal if they were being really good. But even that wasn't as consistent as this is. And so now those kids know they're going to get recognized if they do what they're supposed to be do, doing, um, if they're earning those points. And uh, those kids try everything to earn those points and go out of their way to earn them. Um, an example, when we have dismissal at the end of the day, one of our expectations is uh, that you not only listen for your name to be called to go get in your car, you also listen for the people around you. Mm. So, you know, I'll see kids who will like find a kid they'll hear a kid's name that they know they didn't hear and they'll be calling that kid hey hey they called your name and then they'll be looking at you to see if you saw them um because <laughs> they know that's something that they earn a reward for and um you know a lot of that can be extrinsic and you know they kind of see that but it's becoming intrinsic they they start mm. doing that so often that they just that becomes normal um you know, being quiet and walking on the blue line and being respectful of classes just becomes normal every day that they walk through the halls. So. That, that's a that's a really important point. It's something I, I always am curious, like, you know, real educators perspective on. Mm -hmm. It sounds like you think because there is that debate, right? Extrinsic versus intrinsic. And, you know, sometimes teachers feel like, why are we rewarding kids for things they should know how to do, basically? Right. You hear that. And so it sounds like you have maybe a little bit more of a little different point of view on that and, and maybe how how they're connected, how you're teaching skills and behaviors. Yeah. Um, you know, I think anytime you start out with something like this, it's going to start out naturally as an extrinsic, extrinsic theme of mm. motivation reward. But the consistency of just staying with it and, you know, we do. I'm the point person on this. And so I do check and make sure that my teachers are consistently giving some points out. Um, I worried when we came back from Christmas, are they going to forget to, you know, start doing this? And I started looking mm. at the points on the first day and there was like a thousand given out. <laughs> no, they're, they're still on it. Yeah. Teachers are using this um, even more. But, you know, you keep doing it every day and you train a habit. Mm. And so then the kid knows they're going to, you know, it, it doesn't become about the points anymore. Even though they're earning those points, it just that's how we, that's how we do things. And so it's kind of like you're training them and training them. And then at some point it does, I do think it becomes intrinsic. Um, and I really think that our, our referral numbers and our discipline issues, they're going to be much lower. I can tell you without a fact, my day-to-day -day workload along with my assistant principal is so much less than what it was um, a year ago. And, you know, there's other things going on too, but I got to think that live school has had a, played a, a big part in this. Um, 
because you're it also sorry to jump in but it sounds like you're also getting to be more proactive than reactive too like yes exactly which is big Mm -hmm. that's exactly right um that's exactly what we're trying to do and to me what this the biggest impact this has is on those kids in the middle if you want to call it 80 percent that could make bad decisions could make good decisions depending on who they're around and, and depending on you know what you're what are you rewarding them with I think a lot of those kids, it feels like they're making good decisions and life school has a big part in that, them leaning towards making better decisions consistently because, like I said, you know, nothing is an end-all, be-all magic solution. But our day-to-day workload in regards to discipline has decreased tremendously. Um, And it allows us to do so many more things that add value uh, beyond just the day-to-day mundane tasks we have so much more time um, in our in our days to do a lot more cool stuff with the school and, and get in the in classrooms and curriculum and just all the things. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a foundation there. And it sounds like there's probably more tools at your disposal, but also teachers' disposal for building relationships and just helping get kids back on track, all the things that come up. And that's that exactly how we told it to our teachers was this is just another tool that if you use – and, and buy into and take advantage of, you're going to see a lot of rewards for yourself out of it um, with the way that your kids interact every day, you know. But, yeah, it's, it's definitely – that's exactly how we sold it. This is just another tool in the educate, educator's toolbox. So, mm-hmm. um, And it seems to be a very good one. Um, I haven't mentioned this yet, but we do display our house – we have a house system, and we display our house nice. points in the, in the cafeteria every single day and my how, my how are kids teacher, split up is it by grade or you did you do it randomly or what's it is your an interest inventory so it is based on their unique personalities um there's four different houses and so the houses are all based on their character traits and some of them take a survey some of them the teachers decide what they are oh wow but, yeah so it's that's a first i i've i've in all of our house I suppose schools, I've, I've never heard. I mean, normally kids sort of get more assigned a house. Yep. And so we haven't really seen that. Uh, I haven't seen that in other schools either, the way that we do it. But I love it. The kids love it because it, it's not just, they're not just given, you're not just going to be on the red team. Um, you are who you are. And we're going to, you know, bring those qualities out of you um, because we know that's like intrinsically who you are at the core. And then they love it, too, because they feel like it's not random. It's not just mm. because they're in third grade that now they're going to be on the blue team. Um, this is kind of who they are, and it's okay. We have one group called the Finch Feathers, and that <laughs> group is the very friendly people. They want everybody to be involved. This tends to be your kind of crazier, wilder kids. Uh-huh. And by doing this, we kind of help them embrace that. And it's okay to not be, you know, the quiet little student in the class. You're a finch feather. You're going to be a little mm-hmm. bit louder. So we kind of, the teachers kind of know that too. And so things are designed with that in mind. Wow. This is, re- that's really powerful. I mean, you know, at least speaking for myself, I didn't really learn about, you know, Myers-Briggs or any kind of personality type until I was, I don't know, in my twenties or, or later. Um, so it seems like this is a tool to where you're really teaching kids about that early. I've got to know what are the other three? I mean, so the <laughs> can you walk us through them? Like the, 
they're crazy, like just wild. Um, they want everybody to be involved. They hate people being left out. Mm. There's also they're orange, and the colors fit the thing. Like orange is a yep. very bright and outgoing color. Yeah. Um, then there's Finch. I mean, there's Grizzle Dash. Um, we're right by Memphis, uh, the Memphis Grizzlies. So we kind of took the Grizzle. I'm not even sure where the Dash came from. These were years ago. But uh, on the Grizzle Dash, they're your tend to be your natural leaders. Uh, they're the ones that are kind of unafraid to, to take a chance. They have a lot of courage. Um, and it can be good or it can be bad. Like, mm. they can be, you know, we say that the the Grizzle Dash, somebody in the Grizzle Dash is the one that will be the president of the United States. Mm. They're, they're not afraid of making decisions. They don't care about what people think about them. They're very um, forward, forward going and, and mm. very blue. Um, just the leaders and the leaders can lead in a good way or the leaders can lead in a, in, you know, in a not so good way. Mm. Uh, and then there's Ember hearts. They're red. Um, and the heart is accurate. They are the ones who are very, um, passionate people. Um, they really worry about other people's feelings. Mm. If, you know, even if something doesn't affect them, if another student is not doing as well, it really bothers them and they want to try to help that student. They're the big compassionate people and the big, you know, big care, lots of heart. Um, and discipline wise, these kids tend to get in discipline a lot because they're very passionate about everything. Mm. Like what's fair, justice. Fair yeah, and justice yeah. and everything's so extreme for them because they care so deeply. Um, and then the last group is the uh, oak rivets. And oak rivets are um, the, the house of... Uh, Basically, um, what's the word? The House of Honor, um, uh, morally like strong. It. Mm. I'm trying to think of the right word. Uh, make a, the word is slipping my mind right now. I probably got a house poster somewhere in here. <laughs> but um, these tend to be very organized people. Mm. Right, right, and wrong is extremely important between these people. Uh, between the Oak Rivets. Um, Everything is about, you know, doing things the right way. They tend to be, we, sometimes we refer to them as the type A people. Uh, mm. Everything is usually very organized. They're at the pep rallies. They're going to be the quietest group. No matter how much we make them yell, they're, they're just going to be very content, very, um, very neat people. Um, yeah. And a lot of our teachers are Oak Rivets which would make sense with the organization and, and, you know, doing right and wrong. Like a lot of our teachers tend to be Oak Rivets, but they're green. Um, and I mean, I, our kids love it. And yeah, I can see why. I mean, it sounds like you've really created something that is unique to your school and that I, I'm sure, you know, if you stop a student in the hall and ask them what their house is about, they know, right? Oh, they know um, when a student, when we have visitors for pep rallies or different things, we do a house, we do a big house reveal at the beginning of the year for all kindergartners and new students to let them know what house they're in. But even at pep rallies, um, like uh, the last pep rally, it was around Christmas time. So we had a Santa Claus come in and, you know, just kind of just hang out at the pep rally. But anytime we have a visitor come, they take the house survey and we reveal what house they're in. And so the kids, like when they see a new person in, they're like, what house are you in? What house are you in? And you know, like, we got to wait to the pep rally. So then we unveil and like, you know, they say Santa Claus is a grizzle dash. They, they go absolutely crazy over that person being a grizzle dash. 
Um, when we had the volleyball, we were bringing the high school volleyball team for the last pep rally. They wanted to know every single person, what house are you in? What house are you in? And the older kids, you know, if they could spend 10 minutes even with like you and they would be, they'd be like, no, you're a grizzled ash. Or mm, what might be. They, would, yeah. they would pretty much be able to tell what you That's are. That's so cool. That's yeah. so cool. So there's, it, it creates a lot of accept, acceptance too. Um, yeah. You know, for a while, people are, some people are a little bit crazy, a little bit. Yeah. Calm. Yeah. I think that's a big part of those, any kind of personality, you know, framework, if you will, is just accepting, okay, people are different. You know, people have different, different strengths, different weaknesses. And you're kind of teaching that at a, I think a lot earlier age than, than, than many schools, which is awesome. Yeah. It just, it helps them accept who they are more, mm. be okay with that. And then it also gives them a group of people from K through sixth grade, when we have pep rallies, they go together. They're not with their homeroom. Hmm. They go with their people. And so sixth graders love to bring in little ones and buddy up with them. Um, That's awesome. So they like become I, like their. I, I bet the, the orange one, they, they must get real crazy when they're all oh, together. In a pep yeah. I mean, it's an orange and people dress up for these pep rallies, kind of like uh-huh. a spirit week when we have them. The finch feathers are always the most, like hunger games and like the the in district one or whatever they were yeah uh, we are they are decked out with all kinds of crazy <laughs> stuff and, and dots on their face and big you know just all kinds of crazy stuff that's cool well th- thanks for taking us through the details I, I it was just really interesting i mean not not a lot of schools put you know just that much effort into really thinking through how to how to create something like that so um i i'd love to wrap up with to bigger picture questions, if that's okay. Uh, the first one we kind of start touching on, but um, you know, I think it's a pretty big debate in education, kind of between intrinsic and extrinsic motivation. So on the one hand, you know, we all want to just push ourselves and grow naturally, but on the other, you know, we like being recognized and rewarded. I'm just curious in your years as an educator, like, what are your beliefs about which is more important or the role they play in in helping students develop? Um, I have a, a high school background. I spent 12 years as a secondary teacher teaching um, computer science, uh, geometry, algebra, algebra two, all things in that back, back background. Um, and from my personal experience, I mean, intrinsic is the, the one that we would prefer all students to have. Mm. But, you know, the nature of the beast is that probably only your top 15 percent, maybe 20 percent really have that true intrinsic motivation. And, um, you know, it's just like I said earlier, they may not have it intrinsically. And sometimes it can take one adult giving that, giving them that uh, mission. And then they, you know, become to try to be whatever it is that they're supposed to be. They accept it and they get motivated. But I mean, it's intrinsic is what is preferred. But, you know, I think at some point, some kids need that extrinsic to get them started, to jumpstart them. Mm. The funny thing that I think happens is, they see what happens when they start making those decisions and they're getting rewarded for it. But then they also kind of like just <laughs> they like, like that feeling. Yeah. They like that feeling of confidence and feeling accomplished and completing things that they weren't doing before. And so, you know, I think if you, you have enough of that, it becomes intrinsic for that kid. I've seen it happen with high school kids who, when I first got them, they wouldn't do anything and they, they didn't care about their grade. They didn't care about anything. And by the end of it, um, you know, they were A's and, A and B students and it just took them having some success 
And then they wanted yeah. that for themselves. They didn't need a reward anymore. Um, so that's kind of where I stand on it. Awesome. Pre appreciate you sharing that. And last question, if you could put up a billboard that every assistant principal would see on their way to work in the morning, is there a message about working with, with students and kids that you'd like to share? Man, that's a tough one. Um, <laughs> I guess I, I would probably put what is, it's something I've hung to since I started in education and it's on my signature on my email. Um, and it's every kid is, is one adult away from um, a success story. It just takes one adult to make that difference. And it can be a teacher. It can be an administrator. It can be a coach. It could be a, a random parent that's in their you know friend group. But it just takes one adult to make that difference for the kid. Um, and every kid is one adult away from being a success story. So I, that's what I would put. That's I love that. It's been on my email for 12 years. So um, and I don't ever really I might change it someday, but I, it's still <laughs> true. So it's still true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Sean, thanks so much for, for your time. It's really uh, like the best part of my day to have these conversations. I hope listeners learn uh, a bunch of cool ideas for, for their own schools. Um, if anyone had a question or a follow-up, is there an easy way to get in touch with you? Yes, um, they can send me an email at any time. I'd love to help anybody with um, live score, just whatever, you know, um, but it's S-G-R-A-Y at msd3.org. All right. It's a pretty short one. All right. Well, keep, keep up the incredible uh, momentum. And yeah, wishing all, all of you a great rest of the school year. Thanks, Sean. Yeah, thank you.